Welcome to Gross Anatomy. Podcast. GrossAnatomyPodcast.com. GrossAnatomyPodcast.com. Correct. Welcome to Gross Anatomy Podcast. Welcome. Where we explore the sights, smells, sounds of medicine and how it relates to um, pop culture, TV, and media, and all that fun stuff, and movies and things like that. Right. Right. And I'm Dr. Jason Cohen. I'm joined by, with, with, or by... Lauren Taylor. Yes, our, our producer. And there you have it. What are we talking about today? Well, first of all, you were the one that made me aware of Nurse Appreciation Week. It is Nurse Appreciation, Appreciation Week. Week. That's hard to say. It is. Could hard you say, to say that uh, no, even I failed, two times fast? I failed saying it one time. I can't fast. even say it once either. Yeah, I have a speech impediment. Um, yes. So let's give a shout out. <laughs> How's that for a shout out? To all of our nurses and my wife, who is a nurse, uh, even bigger shout out. Right. To all nurses who really are the ones to take care of our patients more than the doctors. The doctors just get a lot of the glory. The nurses don't. But the nurses are the ones taking care of the patients. So thank you, nurses. Thank you. Thank you. Um, when I first got here to, to the hospital where I work, um, I was down in the cancer center for several years. And my nurse there was a woman named Sonia who was just fantastic. She was kind of like, became like a surrogate mama to me and almost like a grandma to my kids and and she just really cared and and uh uh, she was great well yeah we had a lot of great nurses it's hard to hard to remember all of them just one exactly yeah well apparently there's four million nurses in america and still a shortage of nurses wow i'm surprised by well the nice thing about nurses is they're always in demand you could go mm-hmm. anywhere and be a nurse yeah i have a friend that's a travel nurse or she was so she's been everywhere yeah and uh, the good thing about being a travel nurse is you don't have to pay uh, state taxes right and you actually i think you get paid more you get a housing she allowance paid a lot of money. right you don't necessarily get like all your um like retirement and stuff like that you're just getting paid as an independent contractor so in terms exactly. of retirement you're you have to take care of that but it's a great gig you could go around mm-hmm. the country to different places i think the you go at least for six months sometimes longer sometimes shorter you could re-sign up at different places yeah i we, never knew about that when yeah. i was in college about travel nursing yeah and these days nurses are doing everything you know they're like my wife is a cosmetic nurse and she's doing she herself is doing all the botox and, and the I lasers and all that, that stuff as a profession either but right. it's i That's learned a cool. lot from your wife exactly i learn that a lot from her cool. every day well, we thank the nurses. Um, I thought we would talk a little bit about the new HBO series, Chernobyl. Chernobyl, yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. just aired Monday. And the whole reason why we even know about Chernobyl is why? Because of a nuclear... What, no. Because of... No, because the trailer was on before Game of Thrones. <laughs> or maybe show. I was right. like, I thought you meant the historic event. No. I was like, it doesn't seem like they were trying to bury no, it. No, who I'm cares not- about Chernobyl? No. <laughs> It's all about Game of Thrones. Yes. Right, which we maybe could talk about too, but let's talk about Chernobyl. Let's talk about Chernobyl. You know, kind of like the had the White Walkers taken over, that could have been like a Chernobyl-type setting a little bit. It would know, have like been. like nuclear holocaust-ish. It's just been like a huge hole in the ground. Right. Everything in flames. Exactly. Probably. It was yeah. headed that way. So are, did they release all the episodes of Chernobyl all at once? Was it all dropped or is it one at a time like Game of Thrones? It's one at a time. It's a five-part ah. series. So and we only saw the first one dropped. The first one dropped. You watched May it? May 6th. And, you and wa- I you watched did. it. I didn't watch it all. I watched half of it. And it seems to star Jared Harris from Mad Men. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, Although so I haven't, you, I only saw him in the narrating. No, in the he's beginning. only in the opening scene. Oh, okay, but then he gets in there later. Yes. Yeah. Well, he plays a real life. Um, a real person. life person, but and does he drop dead? In that opening scene, I couldn't tell. Are we supposed to spoil it? But yeah, oh. it's in the opening scene, so yeah, I really he drops like dead, right? Yeah, he, I kind of, I, I, which is I turned my head for a minute, yeah, so I couldn't he tell. He plays the chief of commission investigating the Chernobyl disaster, uh, but you don't really see that. The only part you see so far of him is him. He's hiding some tapes, right? And then he hangs himself. Oh, is that how he died? Yeah, I missed it because it was dark and I was at the gym and I kind of turned away for a little bit. No, and then the first thing I thought was that's also how he died in Mad Men. It's a lot of so he's the guy that when you need someone gigs. to get hanged, <laughs> he's the guy you call. He's the hangman, <laughs> the hanged man. Yeah, that's pretty interesting. So I was sad that he hanged himself in Mad Men. Yeah, yeah. And then to see him do it again, I was like, oh, he's good at it though. I mean, he's the <laughs> he go-to guy. For him. Yeah, yeah. That's Mad interesting. Men was, uh, was depressing. Yes, that, that arc. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, but that's so. That's the beginning. So obviously. And there's looks like there's people following him. So I think based on Chernobyl and the research, following that I've done, him like on Instagram. No, following him like uh. in a car. Oh, like this right, wasn't, right. Yeah, I think people didn't want the information to get out right. about this disaster. The cover up. It's like still not known how many people died from it. They know 28 people died immediately after the. It looked like explosion. just in the in the TV show there was at least more 20, than 28. Died. I know that's right. So I guess we got to wait to get to the end of it to see what they say about the deaths. Right. But that's kind of what I want to talk to you about yeah. because I think it created a lot of health implications for people down the road yes. with all different kinds of cancers that they don't count as yes. part of the deaths. Yeah. And for me, Chernobyl plays a big part of my career as a surgeon because I'm a cancer surgeon and my specific interest is thyroid cancer. Um, and so I really tend to see a lot of Russian patients with thyroid cancer and it, it ever since I started doing this um, a big part of our conversation is how close did you live to Chernobyl to the Chernobyl accident and some of them that's crazy to me that you have to ask that I yeah, wouldn't even think about yeah, that I have a big Russian population I deliberately learned some Russian over the years because of these patients um, by no means am I fluent but I know enough to sound like I uh, can speak it and uh-huh. then the patient starts speaking to me in Russian and I'm like yeah sorry I know a few <laughs> words um but um, but yeah, so I see a lot of Russian patients who were, ha- were somewhat in close proximity to Chernobyl and developed thyroid cancer years later. You know, um, yeah, they, Chernobyl yeah. was in the 80s. Right, in 1986. And it's like a 20-year delay, anywhere between like 10 to 25-year delay. And it's possible we're going to see more and more other cancers coming up too. So... Did any of your patients say yes that they were in yeah. close proximity? Some did. Some did say they were in close proximity. But I but but then we get into, you know, the Russian and kilometers and I know miles and we talk about it and I don't totally understand. You know, anything to me under, you know, two hundred kilometers sounds close enough that you gotta be careful. Right. Um, even though it's not even though it's a decent distance, but still. Um some of them, and some will tell me interestingly, you know, of different patients. Some say that they were close, and it's one distance, uh, like one cunt, one place in Russia. And then another patient will say that same place in Russia and say, "Oh, it's not close." So it's all relative to some degree. And I don't know, you know, how close you had to be to experience the effects of the radiation. But but what I did read was that there are presumed to be something like. 6,000 cases 
of um, thyroid cancer um, because of the Chernobyl incident. Yes. 6,000 cases of thyroid cancer, it's estimated due to... Did you see that too? Did you mm-hmm. see that number? And I don't know if that's over-guessing or under-guessing. It's really hard to say. Taking care of thousands of patients, um, not all with thyroid cancer, but you know, uh, a lot of them with thyroid cancer close to Chernobyl have come my way over the years. So 6,000 sounds like a major underestimate. Well, the apparently numbers. a lot of children got it, too, because I'm not sure how this works, but they had radioactive iodine was deposited in pastures and then eaten by cows who concentrated in their milk, and then it was given to children, and it just kept being continued to give them to children. Right. And that supposedly caused, like, advanced tumors right. and cancers right. in children. But the So the iodine, the, the well, any radiation, but specifically why thyroid cancer is from the nuclear reactor, there's radioactive iodine is one of the radioactive materials that gets dispersed in the air or, or into the grass and eaten by the cows and transferred in the milk. Oh, so like when and we the saw thyroid, the flames and all that stuff going in yeah. the episode, like that could just lay down and that would be that's radiation yeah for sure so everybody who lived nearby there like the like when you saw during the show though the the neighbors came over the woman whose husband went over there and were like let's go to the train tracks and watch they're all getting major radiation those people are all going to die if they haven't died yet they're going to get super sick um because they are way too close watching the fire yeah they're way Uh. too close so um um and interestingly so that the thyroid itself takes up loves iodine that's what the thyroid hormone is basically formed with iodine iodine's what makes the thyroid hormone so the body says oh here's some iodine let's suck it up in my thyroid so i can make thyroid hormone and it's radioactive so then it's hanging out in the thyroid over years and it's causing some genetic abnormalities and those patients are prone to getting thyroid cancer from the genetic abnormalities because they have radiation sitting just hanging out in their thyroid it's crazy and then when you but read, I wouldn't even think that you would see patients affected like that far. Right. Yeah, I mean, I thirty. Nineteen eighty six is yeah, thirty something years. Ago. Forty years. No, thirty. Thirty. Yeah. Right. Thirty years. Thirty three years. Yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. And I'm still seeing patients with it, and it's still any Russian patient I see. That's one of the questions I ask. Um, for any cancer, I'm like, how close were you to Because because. Um, just the radiation exposure could predispose them to any genetic abnormalities in their genes for leukemia, blood disorder, blood cancers, other any sort of cancer. They're definitely at risk. So um, what I don't understand um, about Chernobyl, about the show, is very early on the the disaster happened and they're in the hospital and I think it was a nurse or a doctor. Do you, do you remember what she was? I don't, it's, I don't think it ever said. No, she's a medical person yeah. standing at the window looking at uh, a black cloud of smoke. Mm-hmm. And somehow she was a genius, which I totally don't understand. How someone at that point in time with probably no nuclear experience was like, huh, that's radioactive fallout from a nuclear reactor explosion I get that. I realize now that that's a nuclear bomb basically went off. Yeah, let me when take you've some never iodine. seen anything yeah. like that before. It I don't make, understand. It didn't make like, sense. Right. Now, I understand the idea of taking iodine um, to block that radioactivity. So right. what happens is, is all that radioactive stuff 
Some of it is radioactive iodine. Some of the nuclear fallout is radioactive iodine. Our thyroids are... Uh, the thyroid hormone is made of iodine. That's what makes it. So I guess she could see the smoke and knew it came from a nuclear power. How would plant. she know? I don't know. Right. I mean, I guess because that's all that's out there. But yeah, maybe. But but what I'm amazed at is that she had the uh, somehow the knowledge that that's going to be radioactive iodine. So now let me take some iodine pills to block that stuff so it doesn't get into my system. So in my thyroid is right. just going to be healthy iodine making my thyroid hormone. And I, that's I what, think that lady and that's why she took those pills. Invented. And so that's right. probably why it didn't really fit in with anything. Right. But I don't think anybody else had that problem of the genius woman foreshadowing that. Right. Right. For me, that was my problem. Uh, but but that's what she did. And, and that made a lot of sense. It's taking the iodine because that's what our thyroids need is iodine. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so she took it. Right. If you see people that are not from Russia or Ukraine or anywhere in that area. Yeah. And they develop thyroid cancer. How long does that normally take to develop? There's something... We don't totally understand any kind of cancer for that matter, but the thinking is is that every day, constantly, our cells are turning over. Constantly. Cells are turning... We're, constant, we're this constant change. Me, right now, almost wasn't the same me days ago with the number of cells and stuff that are changing, dying, all of that stuff. So what constantly happens with us is every time our DNA, our cells are making, we're making new cells, there are tons of mistakes happening constantly in our body. There are constantly little things that are potential cancers popping up all the time, but we have in our bodies um, garbage men, for lack of a better word, that are like, oh, get out of here. Let's get rid of this and let's clean this up and let's clean that up. So they're called tumor suppressor genes. We have different genes that have different jobs. And then we have genes that are cancer genes kind of things. And But hopefully the suppressor genes are working hard, making sure nothing pops up. So the thinking is, to some degree, is when someone, and it's crazy to think about, when someone shows up with a tumor that you could actually feel, a cancer that you could feel, theoretically, it could have been there for years and years and years, like anywhere between three to eight years, possibly, you know, at the teeny tiny level and slowly doing its thing. And they didn't notice until... And it didn't get to, you know, it's like exponential growth. And slowly, all of a sudden, boom, one day it gets to that size where it's now palpable. And you could feel it, which is nuts. But we constantly have potential cancers in us all the time. And it's just our body saying, nope, wait wait a minute, wait a minute. And that's what the radiation stuff is, is is it saying, let's do even more, let's screw with you even more. And and that's kind of why these people are prone to cancers. And then... But you can kill cancer with radiation too, right? Right. You so can I'm, get so confused. It's about confusing. Treatments and what right. causes it. Right. And and not only that, at one point, radiation was used for a whole host of things. It was used for acne, believe it or not. It was a treatment for acne. So kids really in the olden days who would get who would have acne would get radiated. Like and interestingly, wow. that's another cause of patients who have thyroid cancer. So. These days, those patients aren't around that much anymore. But maybe 20 years ago, you would see a patient with thyroid cancer, and um, and it was because they had radiation for their acne. I never heard of that. That's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, it, well, it's been so long since they do that. But, but radiation could be given for a lot of different things, not just... Sometimes um, there's something called gynecomastia, where men develop 
breast tissue, um, which could be painful. Uh, and that's one of the reasons why men present, A, other than cosmetics, but also sometimes it's painful. So some of the treatments are making sure they're not on a certain medicine that could cause it and stopping the medicine. Oddly and interestingly enough, believe it or not, marijuana might cause this, gynecomastia, breast tissue in men. Um, but And that could be cancerous? Is that no, what? it's no. not cancer. Okay. But so I, I, I'm actually doing a surgery this coming week, uh, a gentleman who has gynecomastia, breast tissue, and I'm going to remove that. Um, you have to make sure it's not cancer. It's almost, it, it has a classical presentation. It's almost never cancer. But one of the treatments other than surgery is a dose of, is getting some radiation also to the area to kind of scar it down and shrink it down. And a lot of things, these things work, but the radiation also has certain side effects. And even when we give good radiation for cancer treatment, we do see a possible increased risk of developing other cancers down the road from the radiation, from the damage. And it's kind of a balance. You know, you don't, you don't do it lightly, um, and it has to be, you know, dosed a certain way and given a certain way and, and all of that to prevent the badness. So every patient's different. What you would recommend for every patient is very specific. It's very specific. And then and there are radiation doctors who just specialize in their radiation oncologists. That's their whole, they went to med school and then they did a residency and trained just in radiation to really limit the down, the negative side effects um, and make sure they're just giving the right doses and the right amounts. And, and it's really interesting. And one of the things with breast cancer we see is less and less these days, but we still see it a little bit, is sometimes a patient will get a little overdosed for whatever reason, just they don't handle it so well. And the goal is not to treat the skin. The goal is to treat inside the breast. But sometimes we see like patients, it's not uncommon, get like a sunburn, like a bad sunburn that eventually heals, but often the skin it always looks a little bit different on than the other side, like someone who's seen just too much sun kind of thing. Well, in the show Chernobyl, when they're, all their faces just turn red, they start yeah. vomiting because it's just such a high level of radiation that they're Yeah, that being was crazy. That's like fatal doses. It was hard to watch. I was yeah. feeling uncomfortable. Really? And sad for everyone. Yeah, no, it was crazy. That was really crazy. And apparently they still have like eight of these nuclear power plants in Russia. So hopefully nothing like that ever happens again. It's yeah. Well, you know, we had Three Mile Island, too, in back on the East Coast. I don't know. You're, you're probably too young to remember that also. Refresh my memory. Uh, it, was a, it was also it was a nuclear um, meltdown. Um, nuclear generating station in Pennsylvania. And it was in 1979. So a little bit before. Chernobyl. A little bit before. But I think... A radiation leak. Right. I think it clearly was not as bad... It was the most significant one in the United States, but it was not as bad as Chernobyl. Um, the other thing that I thought was cool that I looked up is you still can't go to Chernobyl. I, I don't no one in our life, right? What was that? No, you, yeah. You, but the only people that live there are called like liquidators who are civil and military personnel called upon to deal with the consequences of 1986 of Chernobyl. They're still cleaning it up all yeah. these years later. Yeah. But it's so what do you think of the show? I think it's good. I'm, I'm you invested. Gonna, you are? I want everyone yeah. to like be wearing uh, more hazmat suits, but my husband said that wouldn't have made a difference anyways. I don't, I don't know, know if that's right or not. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe he knows. They probably wouldn't have. The, the people who were there, yeah, probably not. Well, yeah. It was amazing. It melted through that guy's glove, the fireman oh guy. My God. The, so far, the portrayal seems pretty accurate. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it's like Raiders of the Lost Ark, you know, melting faces like 
make believe. I think it's no. I think, I think it's, it's pretty accurate stuff. The horror, what happened? And then there was the recent Japan. Wasn't there a recent Japan thing? Mm-hmm. That so, was yes. Right. So so, so we're going to see the same kind of thing soon. In, in those people. It's nuts. I'm excited to watch the the uh, the rest of the show, though. What about Game of Thrones? Uh, what do you think of this last episode before we wrap it up? I thought it was good. I read a comment by Jessica Chastain that... I like Jessica Chastain. I do, too. So I read the comment. I'm kind of tired of everyone bickering about... Every, or nitpicking every little thing. Right. But I read it anyways. She said that she had a real problem with um, Sansa when she had that scene with her and the Hound. Yeah. When she was like, I'm when not... When she touched him? No, yeah. And he was like, you know, I heard you've had it rough or right. whatever. And she was like... And she's, and he called her a little bird. Right. And she was like, well, if it wasn't for them, I'd still be a little bird. So Jessica Chastain's problem is she thinks that the writers are like giving credence to like being raped and like you need to be oh, you can be raped to be on. like a bigger person. And I was like I don't know, so I rewatched that part again. And I don't think that's what she meant by it. I thought it was very believable for the character to say that and feel that that's, way. Yeah, I and mean she's it. just figuring out a way to come to terms with right. everything that happened to her. I don't think right. that means that. How dare she? You know. Who, I think who she. Knows? It's just one. Well, Jessica Chastain's point was she was always the writers. The, well, she was always the strong woman. She didn't need to go through that. Like, you don't need uh, to be raped to be, to be a strong right. woman. Right, right. So I get that point. Right. But at the same time, I rewatched it. Wasn't the it, raping, I didn't, it was everything. Yeah, I didn't think that's right. what she meant. Because he also said hanging out with uh, Littlefinger. She wasn't raped by Littlefinger. No, but he was my the reason for a lot of her problems. Right, but it wasn't. But he didn't rape her, but she learned a lot from him. True. Yeah. I think basically uh, all the writers meant and that. all Sansa. All the writers are men, is that what you said? Well, I mean, I guess like. I mean, the main writers that wrote it, yes, they're yeah, men. they are. So I guess that could be a little bit of a problem. Interesting. But I think what they were trying to say by it was she's just she's strong now. Right. That's it. Right. Right. I, um... Did you like the episode? I did. It was actually my favorite episode so far this season. I liked it a lot. I shouldn't have read anything about it because I didn't have any problems with it until you start reading. And then uh, people, I'm like, why did... I didn't even think about the all the things problem I had problems with. The only problem I had is... Why didn't Danny breathe any fire down at them? Like, even for a second, just breathe some, like, you have fire. Why didn't you breathe it even, why didn't you even try to breathe it for two seconds? Yeah, that was... That didn't make sense. That was my only part I hated. She's on the dragon. Why not breathe a little bit of fire? Right. Why just fly over them? Yeah, I guess we're supposed to... Or why not sneak up behind them and breathe that fire She is them? not really... A- a good leader in battle. She's not thinking this through. I mean, she obviously is because she has this army, but I don't know. Uh, now, she, now she's not. She could have snuck up behind. I mean, they're going in one direction. The boat can't turn. She could have snuck up behind them. Yeah, and that was their just like fleet. a bad strategical, non-strategical. That I thought was bad writing. Yeah, maybe that was bad. Writing. And the end scene, I kind of just wondered. Like, I feel like Cersei's so evil. I'm surprised she didn't just kill the other dragon, kill them all right there. Not only that. I thought she was going to kill Tyrion. I did too, for yeah. sure. I was like, and I and I got to tell I you, don't really... I would have been sad if he had died, but I would have thought that would have been a good death. Right. Right. Why didn't she? Is I don't the know. question. Because they're brother and sister. I don't know. And is Jamie going to get back with her or to kill her? That I think we're supposed to not know. Right. What do you think? I think he's going to kill her. Maybe. What did you think? I don't know. I think Arya, I think Tyrion's going to die, Arya's going to steal his face and kill Cersei. I don't really think that, but they're probably the same height. I well, don't know. Yeah, 
She's got to steal someone's face still. That would be cool. We only have two more episodes left. I know. It's ridiculous. So, um, so like hopefully. us on all our... Find our social media. Where? What's our social media? Gross Anatomy Podcast. Gross Anatomy Podcast on Facebook, Instagram. Help all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Bye. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to Gross Anatomy. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you can check out more episodes on the evolving sights, smells, and sounds of medicine.